Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God will step in. Many times when dealing with burdensome and troublesome circumstances as believers, we get discouraged. But this word reminds you to trust God's sovereignty and remain faithful to Him and know that He will no doubt step into your situation and make things all right. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever and wherever you're listening to this Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. I am bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. I love you and I am excited that you've tuned in again. Just want to say thank you for being an amazing support to this ministry and making it possible for every single podcast you hear to be offered as an absolutely free resource on select radio stations and wherever podcasts are heard. God is blessing lives around the world through the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, and it is an amazing thing to behold. A precious member of our Daily Cut Faith community named Tamala, who lives in New Jersey, wrote into the ministry and said, Dear Deanna and team, I contracted the coronavirus and was in the hospital for two weeks. It was a scary experience and I felt alone because family wasn't allowed to visit me. I'm thankful for your podcast because I was able to listen to it and feel less alone. I am now home and free of the virus and getting my strength back up. You have become a part of my family. Thank the Lord for you, woman of God. Oh, this is awesome. Glory to his name. Tamala, thank you for sharing this. We're still praying for you. I know how difficult it is when you're sick in the hospital, but I'm grateful and honored that God used my voice to put you in remembrance of his word. Can we get a praise break right here for Tamala? Powerful and inspiring testimonies like this remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org slash donate. Thank you for your generosity. Now it's time to hear a word from God, but first a prayer. God, thank you for gathering us together to receive rich revelation from your word. You know the needs of this precious person you sent to press play. Anoint my lips and I will only speak what you give me to say. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Daily Cut family, my 16-year-old son, Kadar, is so ready to get his driver's license, but he has to wait because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Here in Buffalo, New York, the Department of Motor Vehicles has been shut down, and all the road tests have been placed on hold. Also, the pre-licensing course, which we just call the five-hour course, that provides new drivers with all the critical information to help them drive safely, is also not being offered right now. So, recently, Kadar asked my husband Kenya and I to give him some sort of projection or guesstimate for when he'd be able to get his license and neither of us could do that. We don't know how long it'll take. None of us really knows what's going to happen. We can't predict the future. The coronavirus has changed our way
way of living and altered our daily routine so much, hasn't it? And now there are new protocols for going into stores and engaging others and carrying out routine functions. Here in the Hobbs household, we're doing everything we can to stay safe and be mindful of others with compromised immune systems and pre-existing illnesses that make them more susceptible to serious side effects caused by the virus. We wear masks when we go out, we keep our hands clean, and we've eliminated any unnecessary interactions, ministry or otherwise. As I mentioned before, I have close ministry colleagues that have been sickened with coronavirus and some who died, and it's been a challenging time. I was reading a news report yesterday, in fact, that was published in eewmagazineonline.com, which is this ministry's online publication, about a church in Georgia that reopened when Georgia's governor lifted the stay-at-home order last month. And since that time, several families in that church contracted the virus and were hospitalized, and the church has had to close its doors again. And so we're praying for them and all those who are battling this awful virus, those who are in the hospital right now, and Additionally, we're praying for those who have lost loved ones. You know, aside from remembering to honor safety measures during this pandemic, it's also important to be grateful for God's grace and all the ways he is yet good. Amen. Gratefulness is something Kenya and I stress a lot with the Hobbs children because it's human nature to think about ourselves and what we want, especially during seasons when we're in inconvenient and unpleasant circumstances. And if we don't keep that attitude of gratitude, we'll find that instead of being thankful and selfless, we'll end up complaining and focusing only on our desires and our needs. Keeping this in mind, the Lord led me to the book of Numbers chapter 11, where the children of Israel behaved so selfishly and complained after God supernaturally freed them from Egyptian slavery and carried them through the wilderness on their way to the promised land, Canaan. Israel started crying and acting out and having a total meltdown because they missed certain comforts of Egypt like the food variety. They wanted the fish, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions and garlic that they used to get. So they complained and said, we never see anything but this manna. And manna, which I've talked about many times, was a supernatural blessing. It was bread God rained from heaven every day. God made sure it was there for Israel to gather early in the morning because Exodus 16.21 tells us that manna, which resembled coriander seed and was white in color, would melt in the sun. So Israel would go out early, gather the grains, and then ground or pound those grains into flour and make cakes that tasted like wafers made with honey and like fresh oil, according to scripture. But over time, they wanted meat and they'd had enough of manna. So in verses 19 through 20, God, who was angry with Israel Daily Cup family told Moses, I'll give them meat and they'll eat it, not just for a day or two days or five, 10 or 20 days, but for a whole entire month until it comes out of their nostrils and they hate it because they have rejected me by saying, why did we ever leave Egypt? Speaking of eating meat, I've told you previously that I follow a ketogenic way of eating, which is high fat, moderate protein and low carb. I don't know if you remember, but I eat clean ketogenic 
keto. And so my diet consists mostly of healthy fats like avocado and coconut oil and grass-fed butter. I eat lots of flax seeds, chia seeds, sunflower seeds, green veggies, broccoli, kale, spinach, zucchini, healthy fruits like berries, strawberries, blackberries, and raspberries. I eat good proteins like eggs, natural peanut butter, salmon, and chicken. When I'm in the mood for pizza, I make cauliflower crust pizza, and it's so, so good. So I can eat meat and fats, but I can't eat too much meat, and I have to have healthy fats. Otherwise, I'll upset my digestive system and cause myself all kinds of problems. There is such a thing as having too much of a good thing, right? And here in our text, Israel's rebellion was going to turn what could have been a good thing into something not so good. In Numbers 11, after God told Moses that he would give Israel meat for a month until they hated it, Moses looked at what God was saying from a rational perspective and had trouble believing this was even possible. In verses 21 through 22, Moses told God, look, I've got 600,000 men on foot, even if every single one of their animals was killed, and if all the fish of the sea were caught for them, how are they going to have enough meat to eat for a whole month? And that's when the Lord answered Moses and said, is the Lord's arm too short? Now you will see whether or not my word shall come to pass. And after that, God showed up and revealed his glory. He sent a supernatural wind and drove quail from the sea. Instantly, Israel had the meat they craved, but the meat wasn't a blessing to Israel. It became a curse to them because they spoke against God and the Lord sent a plague among them while they were eating the meat. Daily Cut family, we see God's power and sovereignty at work here, don't we? Clearly, it wasn't that he couldn't give them meat. He just does what he wants to do when he gets ready to do it. I want to point out something for you here. God wasn't just angry because Israel was complaining about food choices. The issue was they had rejected God and his plan to deliver them from slavery when Israel said we should have never even left Egypt. As if the plan for deliverance was their own. As if they had broken free of their slave master's grip of their own will and power. They completely disregarded the fact that it was the hand of the Lord that delivered them. It was God that made a way. It was his mighty power that parted the Red Sea and let them walk across on dry land. How dare they be so disrespectful, dismissive, and ungrateful. Sure, Israel was under stress in the wilderness and things weren't easy, but this wasn't a stress response. This was a sin response. Their sinful hearts made them rebel against God's will and sovereignty. And listen, in troubling times, times, you've got to remember that God's will is always right. His way is always best. Even when you don't understand, be grateful. Even when you don't know why, trust God and submit to him. Even when your heart is broken, tell God you love him anyway. Even when you can't see how, know that God will step in. Don't get like Israel and rebel against and quarrel with God. Isaiah 45 and 9 says, woe to those who quarrel with their maker. Those who are nothing but potsherds among the potsherds on the ground. Does the clay say to the potter, what are you making? God is the potter and we're the clay. He can mold us and shape our lives any way he chooses. Personally,
Honestly, I've been through many unpleasant things, intense trials, deep valleys, things that shook me up and left me traumatized. And yet my declaration remains the same that God is yet good, faithful and worthy of my devotion and praise. Sometimes when we don't like what God allows to happen in our lives, and we have all been there at some point, our emotions flare up. We want answers and we want out of those unpleasant situations. But you've got to remember that our natural mind cannot perceive or know or fulfill the will of God. So we can't lean on our own understanding, which Proverbs 3 and 5 through 6 tells us. True disciples of Christ continue following God, even in seasons when they don't understand, when they feel fearful, when worry tries to creep in, when circumstances aren't stable, when God didn't do it the way they hoped he would, when it looks like he won't move by his power. A true believer lives by faith, even when they don't know the next steps, they believe that God will step in. Romans 1 and 17, Galatians 3 and 11, and Hebrews 10 and 38 all tell us the just shall live by what? Faith. Faith says at the right time, God will step in. Faith says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Faith says God will deliver. And even if he doesn't, I know he's able. Faith says, I know God will work even the bad stuff out for my good. Where is your faith today? When Jesus asked Moses in our text, is the Lord's arm too short? It reminded me of a scripture found in Isaiah 59 and 1, which says, surely the arm of the Lord is not too short short to save, nor his ear too dull to hear. In this passage in Isaiah, Israel was in a state of rebellion and they wondered why they didn't see the deliverance of the Lord. But God sent a powerful word of prophecy through Isaiah, assuring the Israelites that in the future, Jesus Christ, the Messiah would come and he would step in and deliver those whose hearts were turned toward him. And friend, you can be sure that this same Jesus, our savior who died on Calvary's cross and rose again will deliver you. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed according to Isaiah 53 and 5. So just keep on trusting him. Stay committed to him. Remain faithful. Be steadfast. Love the Lord with all your heart and soul. Give him your life completely. He'll always come through for you and step in when you need him the most. I'm a living witness that he will. To remind you that God sees you and will act on your behalf, I'm stirring Isaiah 59 and 16 in the New International Version right into your cup of inspiration, which says, he was amazed to see that no one intervened to help the oppressed. So he himself stepped in to save them with his strong arm and his justice sustained him. As you drink down the contents of your cup, be encouraged and remember that God has already promised to step into your situation and he cannot lie. Therefore, you can be confident that he will favor you, provide for you, advocate for you, fight for you, and guide you safely to your place of promise. There is no failure in him. Just believe the Lord and he will show up for you guaranteed. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. In their time of trouble, confusion, discouragement, and testing, please remind them that you have not forsaken them or left them to fend
fend for themselves and their season of deliverance, relief, and release shall come. Thank you for reassuring them today, just as you always do, that you will step in and will save them with your strong arm. For all these things, we give your name the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to Your Daily Cup of Inspiration dot com.